All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Team Building Show for Canadians. I'm your host, Sandy McKay. And here at the Team Building Show, it's our mission to create high-level conversations and give you actionable concepts for you to go and implement in your real estate business right away. And before we get rolling with our interview here, a quick reminder to go over to our website, teambuildingshow.ca, where you can subscribe to our list there so you never miss an episode. Uh, you can get access to all of our other content that we've done in the past and more as we grow. And uh, also go over to our Facebook page, Team Building Show on Facebook. Go like our page there, subscribe on YouTube. We can find us uh, there live every every week with our episodes here and our interviews. And then uh, iTunes, of course, go subscribe over there or wherever you listen to your podcast uh, content, you can go subscribe. And never miss out on a show. Uh, all that said, uh, you know, feed, give us some feedback too, guys. Give us some reviews or feedback. Uh, obviously, you can leave some great five star reviews on on iTunes and other places, but give us some feedback. What you want to hear, and uh, what would be valuable to bring? Um, bring on some great guests. We got people all over the country in uh, real estate world that are building cool stuff, cool teams, cool businesses, and um, we can really take that into a lot of directions. So, let me know what you want to hear. We want to talk about lead gen, you know, lead follow up systems. ISA teams, client care divisions, whatever the heck you want to talk about, we'll get, we'll find some great experts. So here today on the show, we've got a good friend of mine, Cam McCarroll, uh, team lead with the McCarroll team out in uh, beautiful Hamilton. So my same stopping grounds here and um, really excited to have you on. Welcome to the show, Cam. Thanks for being, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Awesome. Well, let's start out. Uh, let's just give the, the folks a bit of a background on you and who you are and what your real estate story is. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been in real estate for, oh, now, what is it going on? 10 years now. Uh, f- primarily focused in the investment world, as you know. Um, so I, I got into real estate. I was, I started, uh, I got into real estate first through, um, through investing. So I, I actually didn't get my license um, until about maybe a year or two into being into real estate investment. Um I don't know, you know, like I can get into my previous history there, but basically got my license after working in, you know, investment real estate for a while. I joint ventured with an individual in the, in the beginning to get started. Um, and, uh, and then realized, you know, a number of properties in there was, I couldn't make, I couldn't make any money just investing in real estate. I thought, you know, like it's good for long-term wealth creation, but it was terrible for cash flow. And, uh, so, you know, I got my real estate license along the way. Um, that was back in way back in 2010, 2011. And, uh, yeah, I've been grinding it out ever since. Awesome. And then over that time, so we've been give or take 10 years in the, in the realtor business. Mm-hmm. And, um, I know you do kind of a, a, a pretty good range of type of business. You definitely were a lot of real estate business or sorry, investment business starting out. And then mm-hmm. have you kind of grown into different sides of it now uh, at this point, or what's the business look like? It's uh, primarily today? focused on investment. Uh, still about 80% of the work we do is investment. Um, yeah. 20% being residential stuff. We've um, we have a, we have a property management company now. I don't know if you knew that we've yeah. started about a year ago, uh, launched a property management company. Um, I, don't know, I, t- I remember talking to you about this a couple of years ago and you were I mean, not even that like a couple of years ago. Um, and so, you know, we started to branch out into some different business models within the real estate field, uh, similar to yourself, um, where we have a property management company, we do leasing. Um, there's a construction company in the fold there as well. Um, um, 
but I don't do too much with that. I just basically like uh, I have a couple. I have, I have a partner in the plat in the property management company, Platinum Property Management. And he he's the operation operations guy, mm-hmm. and uh, we you know it's you partner with good people and things tend to go well. That's sort of the the mantra there. Um, but what else do we do? We do leasing. Um, I guess that's it around the the real estate realm. I don't think I'm missing anything. I think that's about it. Yeah. Cool. So you're building, uh, you know, it's an awesome model. I think obviously I've done mm-hmm. too. You build out some ancillary businesses so you can obviously see some extra potential profit and also opportunities for people. And yeah. um, just kind of builds more of a, more of a all well, well-rounded kind of uh, real estate ecosystem, right? That you can help clients, especially in the investment side. Um, yeah. What's the logical next thing they're going to need after they buy a rental property? It's yeah. Property management, right? Why not? Yeah. Why not be able to help them with that and, uh, and create a bit of a, a longer term relationship, I guess, with them, right? Yeah, um, for sure. More likely they're going to come back the next time around. Yeah, it's a, it's always been a function of like good people trying to find, you know, if there's somebody that is good in terms of their, you know, um, do they have integrity? Um, do, you know, do they say what they're going to do by when they said they're going to do it? That's my measure of integrity. If they, if they are that kind of person, and and if and if they can't do it by when they said they're going to do it, are they going to will do? Can they clean it up? You know, that's like so. That's always like you know a good a good part of. So if I you know in the business you come up, you run into a lot of people, and you know if you start to hit it off with some people, and you know, so I'm trying to like work with just building a business where the people are good. So it's like the people first, and then where could we fit, fit you in, in the business really? That's kind of been our approach. So we've just trying to grown, not aggressively property management. We haven't even started advertising at all for it. It's just word of mouth and yeah, but we, I have a small team, a real estate team. Uh, I've got, uh, we've got, what do we got? Five or six on the team now. Uh, I got an operations manager, a full, full-time marketing uh, manager and, uh, and a few agents, a couple agents and uh, myself actually there's actually, we just hired, um, a, a VP of sales. So it's been a big move, uh, in my world. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm teetering on that. Uh, I'm just about to step into the world of not selling for the first time in 10 years. So it's, it's been a slow, tra- slower than I'd hoped transition. Um, but yeah, I'm currently looking at not, I'm currently looking at just, you know, running the marketing side of things. And that's awesome, been, man. Congrats. That's where that's I'm good. Thanks, man. Yeah. That's really. Exciting. I know you're into you're into a whole bunch of other stuff outside of real estate too, music, surfing, etc. Um, I'm sure you want to yeah. do a little more of that. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, leverage is the big key word for the for my life right now. The concept of leverage, and you, man, Sandy, you've been like a huge influence on me on that. Actually, just watching you grow, and you know, you got started after I got started in real estate. I think I you, you got started. I don't. Know, when did you get your license, Sandy? Uh, 2014. 2014. So seeing you come up through your work with Loeffler and then, you know, branching out on your own and then building a team and then building up all this whole organization that you're, you're creating, you know, that was watching you do that. I was like, what? I'm going to do that too. <laughs> I didn't know you like trailblaze that whole, um, that whole concept for, for me, especially, I'm sure for a lot of people watching you go through that. So it's been really cool. Uh, it's been inspiring, you know, watching you go through all that and then seeing like, well, that's really cool. You, you've proven the model works. And it's there's one thing when, you know, it's in a book. It's another thing to see somebody do it. So seeing you do it has was really cool and really inspiring. So it really it, it really lit a fire under my butt. So I got to throw 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 acknowledge you where 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 need be. Right. Thanks. I mean, I, I, I obviously I I didn't make it up. I kind of maybe I 
customized a few things here at this point, but a lot of it comes down to the fundamentals really in, in everyone's favorite book, Millionaire Real Estate Agent book, which you can kind of apply to other businesses too, right? In, in different, in, 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 like the basic concepts there are applicable to pretty much any business. Yeah. Um, Big time. Interesting. Interesting to, it's interesting what happens when you just kind of follow a bit of a model and not go all over the place with things, right? Yeah. Um, dig, dig in, man. You know, like, yeah. Following a model is huge and, and being around the right environment. I've been through a bunch of different environments. I mean, I've been yeah, go through... back to your go back to your beginning a bit with the sure. real estate world because you you started out. I know you've done a bunch. Maybe you have your own brokerage at at a point. You've had mm. different different styles styles of teams. Yeah, um, I, I imagine at some point you were on your own. Yeah, <laughs> like everyone was. Oh yeah. So what's what's been that transition? What's what's been that whole experience over over I guess ten years? Yeah. Um, you know, in the beginning, you know, coming when I just got my license, it was oh man, there's there's so much to talk about in that realm, but. Like I created a website um, that was focused on real estate investment. And this was back in 2010, 2011. And it was focused for real estate investors to find good properties. And in, in, in like I wanted a joint venture and that was what I was setting up. And then when I got my license, um, I, I just tweaked that website to focus on investors alone. Right. So helping investors find properties. That's what I should say. So as an agent. Um, so I was helping them find, find investment properties. And at, at that time, not many people were doing that. Not many people were focused in the Hamilton area, just investment stuff. So I had a website. I made a free report. I did a little bit of marketing study. I've had some websites in the past, some music websites where I, I, I learned about marketing and, and learned about lead magnets and learned about these, what are really prevalently common now. Like it's everywhere in the marketing world. I was It was a little bit newer back then, like 10 years ago. Um, so I had a lead magnet, uh, and it was a free report and, and, and that was showing the neighborhoods of Hamilton, which are kind of the top property areas that we're looking at for investors. And Hamilton was relatively unknown to a lot of investors. It wasn't quite as hot as it was now, not nowhere near like 2015 things started to really pop in Hamilton, but you know, 2011, it was pretty quiet, but I was, I had this report and it was on Hamilton investment properties and I was getting a killer Google search rankings, like just organically, just I was top of the heap for, for a couple of years in terms of like investor agent in Hamilton. If any, if you tried to, if you type that in, like I would have been the, I was the first. 2011, 2011, there was was a lot less competition, obviously in digital space. Yeah. So you were, I was like, hard to believe that you were, I guess, yeah, I guess you would have been the head of like other massive markets probably had players in that space, right? We're kind of in Hamilton, I guess, secondary sort of mid-level market where where you were kind of the first one. I don't think there was anybody focusing on investment real estate from that point of view, like online. And I, I didn't feel like I like, I'm going to go do this. And I just sort of like, it just made sense to me. Like, I'm just going to put a report up now. And then it started getting really good traction. I had lots and lots of leads coming in. Um, just organically. So they'd, they'd be like, Hey, I'm interested in Hamilton. Like I need an agent. So I was working with, like, I never had to lead generate when I was in real estate. I have, I have a bit of a unique story, right? Most people you get in the business, what do you do? You call your friends, you call your family, you call your contacts, you know, you do that lead generating thing. I never did that for like the first five years of my, my real estate, even the first six years, eight years of my real estate, like I didn't lead generate at all. Yeah, you did business because you had the... I, I, I had the lead generating already happening, lead right? Generating. The lead generating was happening. So when I say lead generating, I mean, I wasn't cold calling. I wasn't picking up the phones, that type of lead generating. My lead generating was funnel based or it was really just a, you know, a lead magnet bringing clients in. Um, 
by by contacting me on a form and and then just you know going from there and and having a phone call and then going out and finding property so i had i remember the periods of time having so many leads and i wasn't even servicing them for a period of time it's i'm a little ashamed i'm actually yeah pretty ashamed to say that there was a period of time where leads were just like they weren't i wasn't servicing them and they were being wasted so i was like i should probably try to like grow a team and so I brought an agent in and I had this really bad deal. I don't know how deep you want to get into this, man. Like, just cut me off, right? I'll just start talking and like... Let's go. I, let's go. Go deep. Go as deep as you want. The more, the more deeper we go, the more well, I think we... I mean, I'm uh, just going to tell valuable. you kind of like the horror stories or whatever, but like, I don't know if I, you know, or the or the silly things I've done, but I'm, I don't know if this is of any value to anybody, but like, I, I, I didn't know how to build a team. I didn't know anything about building a team. I didn't know about hiring. I didn't know about structuring the deal with them, the splits, like none of that. Like I wasn't in Keller Williams. I was, I was with an independent brokerage. Um, I don't know if I should tell the name or not, but I don't know, whatever you want. (laughs) They're they're really, they were, they were $99 a month and that's why I joined them. Like it was like, you you, you pay nothing, you get nothing kind of thing. So yeah, let's not bash. Let's not bash anybody. No, 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 I'm, not, bash. no I'm not going to bash. They didn't um, have any models or systems to follow, obviously. Exactly. They were going to help you, right? Thank you. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I worked for on my with various iterations of teams, and inevitably they, you know, we had some. You know, I made a little money. I, my business was fine, but I was always at a ceiling in my business. I always kind of hit this like ceiling of like gross commission that I just couldn't really get past over for a number of years. And the teams would kind of grow and then they'd fail. And then I, I just, it just wasn't, nothing was kind of sticking, you know, um, for me anyway. And I had a lot of diversions in my personal life and stuff like music came back a few times where it kind of took me off the, off the track a pretty good while. All I wanted to do was play music for a while. I, I have a jazz background. I played music for years. And anyway, so that's always kind of comes, comes back and surfing always comes back for me. Surfing's really big in my life right now. Anyway, um, I digress. Help me stay on track here, Sandy. <laughs> hey, you were so you're at the, you're at that. I'll do my best of that. So you're at the you're at the you're at the, the other brokers there. You're you're not getting a lot of support and stuff. You're trying to grow a team. Yeah, ups and downs, obviously. Um, yeah, and uh, and and then how long did that last? Were you there doing that? That was for like years? twenty twenty. Yeah, for like until twenty. When did, we, we I launched a brokerage in I want to say twenty seventeen. What got you into launching the brokerage? What, what was the reason for that at the, at the time? Uh, my business partner and I at the time, um, so I had a business partner. So I'm kind of fast forwarding a few years. I ended up um, having a business partner and um, I won't get too much into that, but we, we did launch a broke. We launched a brokerage with the idea being like, you know, the company we're with right now does nothing for us. Why don't we create our own little, we're basically working on our own now. Why don't we just, continue to do that and and we'll just you know bring it all on into our sphere and 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 we'll grow that way it was kind of an exciting thing to do it was like let's give it a shot we talked to some people they were like yeah don't do it don't do it other people like yeah what do you got to lose so we did it uh we launched it uh it was called harbor properties realty inc um and we had a broker of record um she was great and i we sell we were selling and we realized really quickly that we now had another entire business model. So now we're selling, we're not, not only are we selling, but we have to manage our broker of record, administrative stuff, backend stuff, regulatory things. Um, it was a whole other business model. We didn't really, you know, 
I don't come from a business background. We're entrepreneurs. I'm like, this world's trying this out, right? So this, this is, you, you know, sometimes the best way to learn is to fail. And so we, we closed that up within a year. We realized pretty quickly that this is not, not what it's cracked up to be. Um, too, much crap, too much extra crap, really. Yeah, lots of stuff to do, lots of extra things to do, and we we can make more money just selling real estate. Like that's that's if if it comes down to our lifestyle, this isn't to helping our lifestyle. Um, and I wasn't even thinking about it from that point of view. Really, it was just like this is a lot of I I think about everything now from that point of view. Like how does this impact my my day to day, and how does it impact my life now? Uh, how does it make me feel in life? Like, is, is does this serve me? But at that time, I was kind of piling things on top of things just because it made I felt like it made sense mm-hmm. and it was going to get me somewhere. Um, but it, it, you know, I learned a good lesson, and that was sometimes less is more, and sometimes, uh, oftentimes, you know, um, streamlining things is is you know efficiencies are important. Um, so yeah, it's, it was, it was a good learning experience, but, uh, yeah, just definitely wouldn't recommend opening a brokerage, especially in this marketplace and where we're going now in life, uh, in, in the industry, there's just no need to reinvent the wheel. It's already there for you. Go sell real estate and, uh, you can make good money doing that. And then, you know, and you had, and you had, again, kind of, I think, a, a, under, a, another theme there is we're talking about this is there, you weren't really following another model or system at all, right? You kind of being very entrepreneurial. Yeah. Um, I thought, we which thought. Is, which I'm, which I'm, and I'm saying that because most people are like that, not because you're all that unique in that. No. But I think everyone. There's nothing of, special about that. Yeah. So you're, 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 you're kind of just doing it felt like it was the right thing at the time, but it was very much a challenge without a, a model or system to follow. And then you, yeah. Um, not too long after that, maybe a couple of years or something. Uh, yeah. I, the, I'm, yeah. You went on to build, a, well, you built another team, I guess, similar to the brokerage anyways at the time, right? You were still yeah. Um, yeah, we, building a team, just not the brokerage. We just, yeah, we just kept the name Harbor Properties. We, we continued to work as a, as a team and, you know, we moved to another brokerage at that point, a, a bigger named one uh, in the city. Um, and then, yeah, and then things shifted again. Um, partnerships split up and I went to keller williams and this is not a keller williams endorsed show at, by any means obviously we're both keller williams keller williams <laughs> rah, rah, rah. <laughs> you're totally not i don't think you're at all i'm like the least guy, right so i'm like the least like rah rah yeah brokerage guy you're probably yeah, gonna i think you yeah. might even hate a bit of that stuff but <laughs> no i just don't have time for it i guess but there were some things that you obviously saw value in it at kw yeah. what, what were some of the things and i know you've built up a team yeah. that gets you're following some models and systems. I yeah, think a big, big, it's big dude. It's been right? a, honestly Keller Williams, like, and and it's just it's hard to put into like. There's Keller Williams, what it's what it's done for me, and then there's there's where I was at in my life, and sometimes where you're at in your life, it's it's the right thing, the right right opportunity comes to you, and you know, and you're at the right place in your life, and and you choose, and that choice takes you forward powerfully in your life, and that's where I was. I was at a place where I made a choice where. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna dissolve this partnership. I'm gonna go relearn real estate or, or learn maybe for the first time, not even relearn, but I'm gonna learn how to do this and become a beginner again. That was two years ago, almost over two years ago now, back in 2018. And I can't stress that, like that's the biggest thing that I think made the difference for me was coming to Keller Williams with a beginner's mind. I didn't come to Keller, Keller Williams with this, like, all right, I'm like eight years in the business, I've had my brokerage, I'm a you know, I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna like I'm just going to crush it with all my ideas. 
I came in and I remember talking to the, the team leader at the time and, uh, and just telling him, look, I'll do, I'm going to do whatever it takes in, ter- in terms of following systems. And I want you to just point me in the right direction. And so I took bold uh, a couple times. I remember being in the office, cold calling, going through all the, you know, going through Mojo, going through that whole thing that I've never done before. And, you know, really hating it, actually, like a lot of it, like just the process of going through that, but feeling like this is important for me to go through, you know? So there was value in that pain. Like there was value in that discomfort. I, I was doing it with an intent, with an intention. I wasn't just doing it like hopelessly. I was like, I'm going to do this and, and, and hopefully it works out, right? Obviously. And, but like, I also hired a coach um, at that time. And uh, Marianne Gillespie is my coach. I think I think you've heard of her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, obviously a great name there, and she's she's worked with us too for six years. I want to say basically since I got started. Mm-hmm. So uh, I know she knows her her stuff. So she's she's been helpful. We've been over for what three years, maybe now two three. It'll years? be two years. Yeah, two years in August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I you know you had a coach before ever. Uh, in other areas, yeah, in business coaching, I have. Um, uh, I had a couple, yeah, I had a business coach. I had a, like a life coach that was pretty big for a period of time. I had uh, a guy named Philip McKernan I worked with for, for three years. Um, I'm sure you've heard of him. Um, gentleman who's an Irish gentleman who work, he lives out of, he lived in Cal, um, Vancouver at the time. And so we'd, I'd be out there doing personal development work for probably two, three years. I mean, we could do it. We could dedicate a whole episode to just that what his work is about and, and how impactful that is on business and life. Um, but just getting back to the KW thing, like I can't stress enough for me personally coming in, like what made the difference was that, that beginner mind that I, I really tried to, you know, come at the learning of that millionaire real estate agent book and, and, and the bold program and, and the systems and models and procedures. I took the career visioning. That's the one where we, we learn about, um, hiring right career vision yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's a it's a long tough it's it's a bit tough if you're used to kind of you're a sales guy and you're out there kind of like in the it's, it's a bit tough for people the first time i think yeah um, so I important find... so important for the people side of it though right yeah really system around hiring was critical like that just following a process which i don't follow to a t but like they stress how important it is to follow that hiring process and it's it's robust like it's a serious hiring process like the multiple interviews you know um and i do follow the multiple interview process and the, you know the disc assessment and uh um and all that stuff and that's been really helpful um so anyway just yeah like yeah coming into kw with that mindset of like i'm just going to relearn how i do real estate and i'm going to just start from a clean slate and i'd never done that in real estate before and i think that coming in with that and and the fact that kw had all the systems and the, like a lot you know through the mrea system and uh the processes and sorry the mrea book i should say um the, all that was like you know super helpful um and that culture of sharing like that really is exi- does exist where you know you're you've been super helpful with sharing i've called you numerous times to ask you how you structure certain things in your business and you've been super helpful and you know other people in the brokerage have been really helpful like team leaders like uh you know other top guys in the in the brokerage um so yeah so yeah that's the i think that's the big one of the biggest things you were open open minded and mm-hmm. um and willing to willing and open to i really to, was to yeah to grow right and uh you kind of 
obviously it's it's work because now you got you said five six people with your, with yeah. your group you guys yeah. are gonna do are you gonna have your best best uh like are you are you having your best year or best couple of years they've had in their business last year been? was the best so yeah from a gross for a gci perspective um i mean i should probably i think it'll be i'll be on par with what i with what, how i did last year um last year was by far the best year i've ever had in real estate so that was my first full year in kw yeah first full year in kw um and uh i had a a team member on the team uh and he got top two agent in canada in kw and it was his first year in business and it was just us sitting together crushing it throughout the year like dialing in making calls you know booking appointments really following a timeline and you know just being intentional about what we're doing and why we're here and and so that was last year was great and this year we're on par i wouldn't i've I've been taking my foot off the gas a little bit on the sales side of things. Um, um, I have um, multiple businesses on the go this year. Um, I'm part of a, I've, I've, we've, we're partnered with a options trading course company called Theta Trading. And um, we've been on the marketing side of that um, a lot heavily this year. And uh, there's a lot of, a lot of marketing related things. I've got a marketing company as well called Wavy Media that I have a business, business partner with. So we focus on, on marketing basically. And, and uh, that's what I want to focus more on. So this year I've been taking my foot up a little bit off the gas on the selling side. Um, I don't think, you know, income has suffered entirely. Um, it's, it hasn't, but, um, but definitely on the, on the numbers side, it, it's, I think we're, we're going to, we're tracking to be about the same as we did last year. Cool. And then, so I think obviously a lot of your focus is transition to maybe, uh, you know, getting good people around you mm. and, uh, and, and hiring right people. You know, you've taken, like I uh, said, career visioning um, once at least maybe a couple of times. So mm-hmm. the more you take that, the more you, you do that. I think you learn a lot through that. Is there anything specific that you've, um, you know, found really valuable and how you've gone about that process that led to actually some real leverage and not just kind of leverage that comes and goes or, or you, you think is leverage, but they're really not the right people. Yeah. In that process. Oh man. I think that's like, there's this like gut check thing that I need to do every, every so often, like, and ask myself over the next 30 days, if, okay, am I happy with the way the team feels right now? Am I happy with the people I'm working with? Like, not happy, like, yay, I'm happy. But like, in my gut, do I feel like these people are the highest quality that I can have, that, that are high, they're high quality team members, um, whether that's the administrative or the, re- or on the team real estate side, like the selling side. What's that and, mean? High quality. What's that? What's that? Yeah. Like? What does high quality mean? Um, integrity, like, and that 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 power of their word, like, when they come in, do they when they say they're going to do something, they don't just say it, they don't just say it, and then not you know, deliver it half half results. If if they say they're going to do something, then they deliver on it, and if they don't deliver on it, then they clean it up, and it's not doesn't become like a swept under the rug situation. So it's not like I'm looking for perfection. I'm looking for everybody to, you know do exactly what they say they're going to do. But, you know, that to me, that's the definition of integrity is, is doing what you said you're going to do by when you said you're going to do it. I said it earlier. I'm saying it again. It was a pretty important thing in my life. So that, you know, you can change, you can change so much. You can, you know, your power is in your integrity, you, you know, in your word. So y- your own belief in your word is, is, is powerful. And what I mean by that is the, the more you start delivering on your word, um, the more you start believing in your word as powerful. And then you start saying yes to the right things and start saying no to the wrong things. And whereas if, if you're, if you don't believe in what you're saying and you know, you're not going to deliver on it, 
your, your likelihood of actually delivering results is going to go down substantially. So high quality people, in my opinion, are people who have integrity and they show up and they, they do the work, they, and whatever that is, whatever the work's required to do, right? It doesn't matter if you're on the phones making calls or if you're, you're, you're putting marketing stuff together for, you know, something that's going to go out over an email, right? Or uh, you're formatting something, whatever it is, high quality is like integrity. And, and if, if they're not delivering on that and they're failing, well, it's, then it's a, it's a conversation. And then after 30 days, that doesn't feel like that's been changing or it hasn't been getting better. Um, then we got to, we got to have another conversation. Then it's going to be a conversation about like, wh- why they're not really a good fit for the team and how it's not serving the team and how, how we, you know, we have to move on. So yeah, that, 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 you know, I think just really not settling for who's around you, you know, I think it's just a really been a really big lesson for me, like not to sink, not to sit in that feeling. Like if, for me, it's always comes in like a gut feel, like sort of in my gut, I feel like that tinge of like, something's off there, you know, and then you give it a little bit and it's okay. And tinge comes back and something's off there. And if that keeps showing up, there's something there. And um, I'm getting to the point now where I'm starting to realize that I don't have to feel that way ever. Like I should never feel that. I mean, I can feel that way. If you let those sit a little while, like you let those kind of, yeah, really done it. You taking action on it for, months or years in yeah. those situations and I've, done I've done that i've done that a bunch yeah. too Perfect. huge man like yeah. i've settled so much in so many areas before that i'm not willing to do it anymore because i know the repercussions of it i know how it's going to affect me um and i never i promised myself never to go against my gut <laughs> ever again and i i've i think i'm pretty good at it i'm not perfect by all means but i'm getting better and better at it but yeah that, that gut feeling is is kind of where i go first and then it's then it's a then it's accountability you know, um, accountability is key. I find when you have the team members obviously around too, and, and you have a gut feeling about someone, maybe you're not there every day, day to day with them. Mm-hmm. Um, how are they affecting everyone else even too? Right. It's, it's yeah. obviously a huge part of it and, and something you don't usually realize till you, um, till you just take some action on that feeling and go, look, that's something's off with this person or this, this situation. I got to do something. And often you'll get relief from, from the other people who, who are, who are also bought into your vision and everything, right. They're going to, they're going to sense probably the same, same thing and, and get some relief. Just like and they're going to be like, thank you for taking, you know, like I, I didn't want to say anything, but you know, you're absolutely right. I've been noticing that too. Right. Like that, that kind of comment comes up quite often. They're probably looking to you and I haven't noticed that in my world too. They're looking to you to be like, like, they're probably behind the scenes thinking like, what the heck are you what is going on here? This person or this, this, this something's wrong here. You get rid of right. this person or do something about it. Right. Right. And you're sitting there being all, uh, all, uh, you know, just not wanting to confront it probably. And, and maybe a, avoiding confrontation or whatever the, whatever the, whatever the mm-hmm. reason is, it's not, it's not something that's a value. So you got to get over it. I, I've had some, I've had some eyes around that too, for sure. Over, Good, over man. the last few years. Yeah. Good for you. That's awesome. Um, so how do you, uh, how do you run the team? today do you obviously we're in a virtual world and stuff i know mm-hmm. you said uh you said some things have changed for you you had uh you had some office space that you were only in how long a year six months yeah, we, we still have it it um we've been in there for geez i can't remember when we moved in now i think it's been over we, i think it came in january yeah january this year so it's yeah and we're not even a year yet we'll be up a year in january um we have a we have a space it's it's 
big enough for us, but we're not there. <laughs> so what's like been we're literally, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're not like, so it, there's obviously some challenges with that. I'm going to guess in terms yeah. of running day to day. Is that, uh, is that something that's been good or bad? Damn, man. I think it's been good. Like I got to yeah. tell you, like I, um, I know my operations, I know Shannon, my operations manager is probably like, she's like, she'll disagree with me on this. I know she does. She, she would much prefer us to be in the office. Um, and I, I know that there's a part of, yeah, I mean, this part of it, part of why she says that is, is a, a, she's right. And from many ways, like probably the productivity would be higher. It's just that there's such an efficiency to not having to drive to the office and to work from home. And it's just it's changed like the world is changing that we're living in right now like the it has changed and i i don't really think i don't think we need to go back like we've all been you know everybody i'm sure we've all talked about this enough times but like the world has changed like we've proven out that this works we can have these meetings on over zoom which we weren't doing before like none of these things whatever like somebody sent me a zoom I'm, I'm never zooming like what do you mean like and then it becomes a necessity we've all proven it at work so it's like yeah i could still have a great conversation and connect with people and still feel like i've you know made you know progress in that relationship and that i don't need to be in the same room to do that right like and that's really ultimately what we're doing all the time is just relationships right so ultimately are we able to run the real estate business sitting on the beach in costa rica hmm. just, just got out of the just had a good surf it's, it's 8 a.m 7 a.m or something and your real estate business is still running is that a, that a feasible scenario I keep thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you keep thinking about it. But I, keep, I keep picturing it. I mean, I, I'm going to test it out. I, I mean, I, I've, <clears throat> I, you know, I got to say, like, um, I've had to take sort of a because of the business, the businesses that I have on the go. I've had to, I've had to kind of expedite my process of exiting selling. I wouldn't. I wasn't planning on exiting selling this year. Um, last year, like if you asked me last year, if I'm no, I'm gonna go for another two, three years. So, I mean, it's hard to answer your question with the Costa Rica thing. Um, I, I think I don't know. Like, I, maybe if it'll be like the Zoom thing, where I'm like, oh no, I can't possibly like operate a Hamilton-based business in Costa Rica or in Hawaii or in Indonesia. Well, Indonesia would be tough because the and Hawaii because the time zones, but it's possible, I guess. Right? It's just these preconceived notions that we have about what is possible. I like to, it's, it's, you know, I'm not a, I'm not like a busting through walls kind of, you know, barrier breaking guy, but like you pose the question, why not? Like, could I run a Hamilton based business from the beach in, 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 uh, in Costa Rica? You know, can I run it? You know, well, leverage is key. And so how, how often do I need to be there? I mean, if that's a question I'm asking myself, as you can tell, I'm, I'm not quite sorted out in this world, but, um, you know, I don't, you know, my, you know, we have a VP of sales coming on right now. Um, and, uh, and his role will be supporting the sales team. My role will be marketing. And, but you know, is that, can I do that? I think I can do that from the beach. <laughs> I think so too. I think so. I, think, too. I, can. I think, I think so, man. Yeah. I think we can get, I think, I think that's a, I think in some way, shape or form, that's feasible. Um, if you want it. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of people, that, but. what do you think about the seventh level concept? Like, you know, how many people are successfully exiting their business? That you know of, like you, you're you're really more dialed into this this whole community. Seventh than I level am. fully exited is tough, tough. I think like it's hard to be. Mm -hmm. I mean, can you think of examples? 
I don't need you to tell me names or anything like that, but can you actually like tell There's me? There's definitely like, people that have stepped out pretty. I don't know anybody that's fully out. I don't know how you could possibly be fully, fully out unless you're just like retired and everyone knows that. And you're just kind of taking dividends, I guess mm -hmm. uh, uh, on a yearly basis and not doing anything. I guess if you hired the right CEO to run everything, you could, mm -hmm. you could do that. But ultimately, you know, there's that CEO leaves or something changes in their world. Well, you're right back in, right? You're always, you're always one spot removed from that, that next world below you kind of, so to speak. So mm -hmm. You, you you could you could run you could be out of it for at least a, a time period i think and i know mm -hmm. some people in the i don't know many canadians to be honest i know some definitely some american people that have stepped out completely mm -hmm. um we'll see i mean i yeah. i i'm 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 getting as much out of it as i can right now to because yeah. i'm doing some other things um and i have I, this is my one day wednesdays my one main day where i'm really spending time in our team yeah. in that environment. But I still get a lot of calls from our, our you know, maybe fast yeah. forward a couple of years from now, maybe I'll, maybe I'll be closer to that. And, and I don't really have a desire to be all that removed from it, but um, so, I mean, okay. I want to be, I well, that, that's be, a, that's a key consideration right there. Yeah. Is that desire to be removed from it? Right. Like if, if you, you know, like, uh, this year for me out of necessity i've i've had to i had like i'm still like like leverage i told said to you like leverage is like the key thing for me right now like trying to understand leverage and not understand it, but yeah understand it but just implement it it's more just implementing it and and, and you know you get used to doing things i get used to doing things on my own and i i, I was like i gotta stop doing this because this doesn't really i can't you know this, i'm not going to grow anymore i'm not going to be able to um you know, it's not the highest and best use of my time, you know, the highest and best use of my skill set. You know, for me, my highest and best use is, is making sure the marketing stuff works properly and is, is operating properly and being on the front line of that, like maybe and doing videos and showing up on that. Um, I'm doing a lot of that in, in one of my businesses and not a ton of that in my real estate business right now, because this, this other bit, the, the, this, the course business is taking a, a big portion of my time this year. Mm -hmm. Um, no, I think of it as it's the four quadrants, right? It's the, it's the, the cash flow, uh, mm -hmm. cash flow quadrant. Is that what it's called? It's the, yeah, the four the, quadrants, right? The Tony, or, uh, yeah, you're going to start on the one side and you're going to go, you're going to be an employee or you're gonna hour be for hour, employee. hour for dollar on the left side, all your work. Yeah. You're trading, trading hours for dollars. And then the right side, you're going to be a business owner or investor. And I think if you're yeah. totally removed, that means you're on that investor side, which is, yeah. which is, which is a great place to be ultimately. You know, if you're if you were the one that grew the business or a big part of it, I don't see many people that would ever want to step fully out of that. You know, you might have a CEO that runs things, and you're definitely a business owner in that case. Yeah, and you have a CEO kind of running everything, and you're you're still gonna probably have a a one on one convo with that CEO fairly regularly to to check yeah. in and, and to lead them, right? So I think that's probably the really the optimal um, yeah. level I think would be that everything runs on its own, but you still have that one person that you check in with and, and cause you got to give some value to it. Otherwise you're really just, you're yeah. really just removed. And, and that CEO is going to be like, well, where's, where's, where's their value, right? Where, what are right. they getting out of it? You know, who's leading them, who's making them think bigger. And so I think there's probably, uh, you can definitely get to that point. Yeah. I think that investments just need to be a big part of everybody's plan when you brought that four quadrant up now it just you know it really kind of reminded me about 
Yeah. Okay. So you, you work hard. You, you, you got, as long as you're not blowing your money all the time and you're, you're putting money away and you're, you're, you got a good investment handle, like a vehicle for investing. That's, you know, there's a couple, there's lots of different ways to do it. If you're putting that money into that investment vehicle, and that investment vehicle can pay for your life down the road. At some point you got to decide what, what your life costs and, and how do you get your business to get to that point where it's throwing money into your investments and then choose what do you want to spend your time on? Yeah, that's the financial freedom model where you can have yeah. different levels of that, right? But if you even just like off those two, so like the Robert Kiyosaki cash flow quadrant thing is huge. That was a game changer in my life. And and you want to get to the right side of it because that's 95% of the world's wealth and there's only 5% of people on that side. But being that business owner, it's a self-employed to business owner, which is the big jump in, in the real estate world mm-hmm. where it's the mindset shift mm-hmm. initially and then it becomes a what are the models and systems to get there. Yeah. Um, and then you can you can do the investor side as well. And then, yeah. and then, uh, and then, uh, another great book on that is, um, money by Tony Robbins. I don't know if you've read that one. No, it's got a great model. I guess it's a model in terms of financial freedom and, and how, you know, basically going over, how do I get enough cash in my bank that I could just put it into something at 7% interest, or you could probably go higher if you're confident, but 7% is pretty achievable. Yeah. Throw it in something at 7% interest where I just don't have to do anything Yeah, <clears throat> and I can get my, my major things paid for and then you can yeah. level up and I can now I can, how much do I need to get my you know beyond my basic needs but my some of my fun stuff too and then how, yeah. how much do I need to get to like I can do whatever the hell I want and I can yeah. pay for whatever the hell I want how much cash do I need so I can yeah. invest seven percent yearly and what does that yeah. look like right totally yeah I love that conversation I mean that's yeah there's this Mr. Money Mustache guy I was listening to him on Tim Ferriss recently I don't know if you've heard have you heard of him Mr. Money Mustache, no. Yeah, Mr. Money Mustache. He's like a he's got like a cult following of people. It's like this free financial um, independence, retire early type career, the fire type environment, um, where they're all about reducing expenses and uh, and and it's interesting because it's about making money for happiness purpose, not making money for items. Right? It's about it's about checking every time you're making a purchase. Like, is this going to bring me happiness, or is this just going to bring me? And it's just, you have to do the hard work of understanding what makes you happy, which is a whole other that conversation. <laughs> yeah, a whole like, other conversation. Which I'm is... gonna not touch that one too much because that's a long one. <laughs> yeah, totally. But these are the core things we talk about. This stuff on our team all the time. Like, you know, we get into this, try to get into this stuff. Like, we just spent a the last. Um, I just got back from a two day solo cottage uh, on Lake Erie. Uh, I got back yesterday, and uh, and. Today, um, one of our team members is there on his own. So we rented a cottage for each, and each team member gets two nights alone. The idea being there's no technology. So you're, you're not supposed to bring your phone. You're not supposed to bring your computer. The intention is, is that you go to the cottage, you bring a journal, you bring some, maybe a book, and, and you, you sit there and you, you look at what's important what's going on, what's important for you. It's not like we're going to review it. It's all for you personally, but it's, we created the space for the team to go do that. And because we believe that that is going to be, we're trying to support, you know, that's kind of a mission of like, you know, we can make a difference somewhere. Let's try to make a difference in people's lives personally. Um, Love that. So they're going to, and their team's obviously going to take care of their stuff, whatever's going on while they're up there. Right. Um, Yeah. We're going to support them while they're up there. So they got a break and they can, you know, do whatever they want. And it's confronting. It's, it's amazing what you get through in two days of being on your own um, with a journal and no phone and no computer. It's incredible what, how, number one, how addicted I am to my phone. 
Yeah, me too. And, and number two, um, yeah, how, how like how much, yeah, how much you can learn from that period of time. Like I, I got, I've, I got so clear on what my next steps are about where I need to go in my business, just from just from like letting just some time to think, you know. So I highly recommend that. Like, just people take some time out and take a take a solo time though, without technology, without workbooks, without a business book. Awesome. I love that. That's something, uh, you know, I think that's, that's amazing to help, help kind of create that environment for your team members to, to mm-hmm. feel that same, um, that same sort of, uh, growth, growth result, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Growth, growth's good. Yeah. That's, that's, that's where you kind of find that hidden value in a team, right. Where, where maybe that's not the, you know, a lot of people think about, well, what's, a lot of people that I talk to, if they want to build a team, they don't know what their value is going to be, or they don't know what they can bring. And it's, I don't, you know, I, I'm going to give them a higher split or something. And it's like, right, well, right. you can come up with some good intangibles like that. Yeah. That'll, that'll really help not just that person do more business or, or, you know, yeah. Is, is so much more than just doing business. Right. Right. It's like some people, some people give a stipend of like personal growth. You can, you know, maybe, maybe a certain amount of money that you get, if you reach your, your, your targets and you're going to get this much money to spend on whatever personal growth programs you want to do or coaching programs or whatever, or go on like a retreat or something like that. Um, yeah, we just we just tried this out this year, and it I, we haven't checked in with everybody yet. So who knows? Maybe they hated it. They're like, "That was terrible." I they were, they were like, like uh, you know, having that uh, what do you call their like withdrawals or something, <laughs> freaking out. <laughs> yeah, they lost. It. No, but it was. I think it was really pretty well received. But no, that's cool. That's awesome. Uh, what else is going on? What's the, what's in the future for you? What's coming up next? And what's the next uh, 20, 2021 Maybe what's that look like? Yeah, 2021. Leverage, man. Leverage is the key. I want to get my work time down, my efficiencies down, uh, personal time on task. So, um, you know, I could talk about, you know, I got multiple ventures on the go, but um, ultimately it's about learning how to engage high quality leveraged human beings who want the position, right? And who are obviously, and that allows, they're happy to be there. So yeah, that's, that's, I'm, going on a couple surf trips i got a surf trip in december um i got a trip booked for indonesia uh we're going on a boat trip i know you were out there recently weren't you you? do these things you can do these things in 2020 is that you can go in 2020 you can you can travel costa rica is open um you'll be quarantining when you when i come back but yeah they're working on a pilot project yeah yeah but yeah we can go indonesia we'll see it's i think it's supposed to open up january but i'll be going on a boat trip for for a couple weeks but eh. That's personal. Sorry, I'm just talking to what's exciting for me. So when you're doing the cool trips like this, is this something that uh, having the team helps, or does it create less stress when you're away and more you can kind of more check out a little bit, or or is it or is it more? I'm just I'm just pushing the pushing the needle, man. Like, I'm just like eh, I gotta I gotta I gotta go because it's like I gotta surf, right? Like so it's like I just I'm just going like and we'll figure it out, you know? Like it's not like I have this grand team structure in place that's all seamless and i'm just oh now i'm ready to go off on my trip like no it's like i'm just gonna i gotta go do these things <laughs> i find and, you you'll find out a lot about about your team yeah right when you go right and there you, you go for a bit and yeah let, you it go, let, it, let it break yeah You're probably gonna have some things break <laughs> right 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 but uh, that's how else do does your team learn or how else do, does this do the systems learn or can you learn from the systems that you have to, unless you let them break right you learn there from, you go from failures and screw-ups more than you do from uh just crazy success all the time yeah so that, that's that's my that's my next year man i'm just i'm gonna go on surf trips <laughs> but i'm gonna continue to to just try to support you know not try but 
I'm going to implement more leverage in, in all my businesses and just realize that I not, I, it doesn't help anybody having me spread across multiple places and not con like not concentrating on, you know, the key things that are going to move the business forward. So awesome, yeah. man. That's exciting. What about you? Uh, I didn't get the invite to the surf trip, so I guess I'm not doing that, <laughs> but maybe one day. Um, you're welcome. I got no trips Anytime. planned. I got no trips planned to be honest. So I don't know. I, yeah. I, it would be it would be fun to book something off for this winter. We'll see how that. I know it's out. a weird thing to talk about during COVID, but I'm I'm diehard about this stuff. So I know I know a couple people that are getting getting out of, out of here now. It's 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 time where it's what, how long can you really, you know, if that if that was part of your lifestyle before, mm -hmm. how, how long can you really? I guess uh, stay away from that. I think it's something something that we'll see more people do over winter if this if this lingers on because yeah, people will go nuts here. I don't know. The election's <laughs> over soon in America. I don't know when you're going to release this live to the podcast world, but you know, COVID could disappear now. The election's over. <laughs> that's true. You never know. I don't know. Just the fear around it, at least. That's right. A that's lot right. of it good, might. Good, good call, actually. Who knows how that'll play out? Well, um, awesome. Well, I guess. What's the best way that people can reach out to you? What should people reach out to you about if they wanted to learn more about you or your team or what you do, or or maybe jump in some of these surf trips? <laughs> um, they can reach me via. Um, you can how can you reach me? Um, sold at mccarrollteam.com is a good place to reach me. Uh, it'll all that'll come to my come come my way. Uh, so sold at mccarrollteam.com. Um, and, uh, as far as surf trips go, it's, yeah, come on out. Um, you used to run a, you used to run a, I did a run a couple of retreats. Trip, right? Yeah. I ran a couple surf retreats. Um, just not on my radar these days. Uh, but we should do one. Like, I'd be happy to go with you, man. Like we should definitely run one. I, I was running them more for like personal growth development plus surfing. I think just going for surfing and fun is, is enough. Um, and the personal growth can happen as it happens. Just through conversations and stuff like that kind of come natural anyways probably, yeah right that's kind of yeah for sure but yeah let's cool. let's i would love to do something like that with uh with you and and i know mike was very interested in something like that cool. um but yeah there's so many possibilities man so many ideas jesus <laughs> so much to do so little time um but uh you're doing awesome now so congrats on the success with the team and everything it's exciting to, to watch your uh, growth last few years and um you know, if someone wants to reach out to you and learn more about this stuff and or you resonated with this, I'd encourage you to reach out to, to Cam here and uh, see what he's doing and uh, maybe be part of it. Maybe just learn from it. Who knows? But um, definitely reach out to him and uh, learn more. And uh, that pretty much uh, covers it for the day, man. Thanks for coming on. Really appreciate your time. Thanks, Sam. Um, I think we got some good nuggets in here for people. I hope so. And, um, and if they want to learn more, they can reach out to you. So oh. we'll leave it there. And uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll be back again next time, next week with another episode of the team building show. Take care. Take care.